Welcome to the Beacon of Truth podcast. I am your host, Aaron Bull. Today we are discussing managing marriage and life with James Lampkin, who is the host of Conversations with Lamp, an awesome podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can get podcasts. Before we get into the questions and whatnot, first of all, welcome James to the Beacon of Truth. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm all right. How are you? Good, thanks. Well, you are the first guest on the show, so thank you for breaking the ice for me. Come on. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get into the questions regarding marriage and life, tell us a little bit about your podcast. So my podcast, I started it in 2018. It's called Conversations with Lamp. You can get it on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Basically, it's an interview format. I like guests who um, have interesting journeys. We may talk relationships, talk business, social issues. Whatever my guest strong suit is, I try my best to focus on my guests and their strengths so check it out all right cool well you know i've already listened to a couple of episodes and i'm definitely following you but uh tell us the name of it again conversations with lamp all right now that we got that out the way you know i'm a student here so i'm just gonna ask a few preliminary questions and then i'm gonna shut up and take notes <laughs> <laughs> so um how long have you been married uh 17 years all right all right how many kids or do you have any kids just one one all right and uh how long did you date before you got married uh 15 months okay oh all right then you know the 15 she made you remember that or you remembered it on your own oh no i remember remember. okay all right (laughs) brownie points for james okay um and then so how long was your engagement believe it or not we didn't really get engaged we kind of like discussed getting married if there was an engagement period, it was maybe like a, mm, about two months, maybe. We had already been living together, and we, we decided we was going to get married. So, Okay, that's pretty interesting. So you, you just knew what you wanted. You didn't need a debate, work on Hey, we got this girl. Come on. Well, <laughs> yes, <and laughs> no. I knew what I wanted, but I also was going into the military. So, um, oh, okay. You know, I knew that that was the woman I wanted to be with, so. We had to make it official. That's what's up. So you mentioned the military. How long were you in what branch and how long were you in the military? I was in the army for like uh, 17 months. I ended up getting injured and and it, it was, I didn't do my whole term. So it wasn't it was no big deal. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, thank you for your service. Nevertheless, I tried to go to the army once upon a time in a past life, but I couldn't pass the run. I did the whole nine weeks. <laughs> but I, I couldn't run, so <laughs> I maxed out on push-ups, maxed out on sit-ups, did the gas chamber, bayonet training, field training exercises, victory tower, and everything else. But baby, I could not run. <laughs> oh, so you, I mean, you went to basic. Yeah. Hold on. So you actually went to basic and didn't pass the run? Right. Wow. I never. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Let me yeah, so I can yeah, back because yeah. you know how military <laughs> stories go. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's something we'll talk about later. But all right, so now that we got you know the preliminary questions out the way and the timeline and whatnot, as you know, I recently got engaged. We don't have a date set yet. Thank you, thank you. But uh, we don't have a date set yet because um, we we're not living together right now. So we're gonna get a house first and then get married what should i and anyone else know before jumping to broom so that's why i'm gonna sit down and take notes go ahead the flow is yours 
okay, well, I got married at 23, so I was really young. A lot of things I didn't know. Like, only thing I did know was that I loved her and I wanted us to spend our lives together. That was what I knew. You know, during my 17 years, you know, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have to get through them. The biggest thing is really just wanting to be there. A lot of times you're just in a marriage, but you don't really want to be there. You you have to want to be there. That's the biggest thing. It's, it's all about teamwork. Once you decide to get married, it's no longer about you. It's about the team. Like everything revolves around you two as a unit, you know, and then when you have it, when you start having kids, then they become a part of that unit. But everything is your household. That's the biggest thing. You keep everything within your household. Okay. Yeah. So backstory on me, this is actually going to be marriage number three for me. But in my past, what I have found is that there was a difference in an understanding of what marriage meant. So for me, you know, marriage was the next step of life, you know, but for you know, like my second husband, because, you know, I don't really count the first one, but nevertheless, so for my second husband, you know, for marriage, I mean, for him, marriage was like the end game, like, okay, we're married, I'm done, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, but we're supposed to be starting a whole new life together, there's things that we're supposed to be accomplishing and whatnot, it just, it, you know, they say that, you know, people change after you get married, and that's why a lot of people are actually reluctant to get married, even though they may be in a long-term relationship. They'll be in a relationship for 20 years, but they're like, oh, they can change when I get married. Well, people do change. That's facts. People change. But you got to remember, you you know, it's all about how long you've been together. I mean, you're talking, when you want, like, each year, a person is supposed to grow. So with that growth comes change. You're not going to be the same person. Like, I, I'm not the same person that my wife married. I'm just not. And that makes sense. Because, I mean, hopefully as you get older, you do get wiser, you know. And I feel like just the point of life, period, is just to be a student of life and learn how to be better. Of course, we're human, so we'll never be perfect. But I do think that getting better is always an option. It's always a goal, you know. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. But I guess some people have experienced, like, just drastic changes, like night and day where the person that you married was all well and good, but this person that they turned into is not. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, again, it depends on the change. Like some some changes are good, some changes are not so good. You got to look at when you marry somebody. Like, again, I got married young, so, you know, my attitude was different. We didn't have kids. I already hadn't gotten into my career yet. So once you start factoring in those things, like you got a career, you start getting a child, you start getting older, you're not as carefree as you used to be, your attitude changes. So those are changes that the person has to deal with. All right. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Now, the good thing for you is you're older, you're not, you're not a you're not as young as I was, you're older. So you'll still continue to grow. So there will be changes. But for the most part, you're probably pretty set in your ways is who you are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And, you know, just a quick side about us. One thing I can say is that he is definitely my best friend. He's a truck driver, so he's only home once or twice a month. You know, so we really probably only get about six or seven days out of a whole month together. You know, we spend that time and we don't really get tired of each other. You know, we don't argue. Every now and again, we get these little spats because he may be hungry or I'm sleepy. You know, but that's about as serious. That's about as serious as we get for the most part. You know, I mean, we definitely encountered some ups and downs. You know, I mean, we've been together for three years and we 
gone through a couple of transitions, just personal encounters, as well as, you know, career changes and whatnot. Now, he's been a truck driver the whole time. He was a truck driver when I started dating him. So I didn't have to adjust to missing him or, you know, him not being there because it's just kind of always been there. It doesn't necessarily make it easy. You know, it's just, it's always been a fact. So at least I didn't have to have that adjustment period. So let me ask Um, you, let me ask you before you go too far. Have you thought about what life looks like when he comes off the road? I have thought about it, but honestly, for for one reason I can support him while he's over the road is because it's his passion. That's his dream. He lives to drive, you know, and I just know that. So that makes it easier for me to support it. You know, even though, yeah, I would love to have him home on a regular basis every day, but that's not going to be a thing for us until retirement. But what what I'm really getting at is, do you know whether you guys are compatible for long periods of time? Because like he's on the road a lot. So a lot of times when a person is not, you know, not around, you had the absence, make the hot grow fonder thing going. So when he's not driving, because he's not going to drive forever. Right. Have you guys had a chance to be in each other's space for a long period of time? Like a couple, Oh, yeah. So actually, he wasn't driving. He wasn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So one thing about it, number one, we lived together for a year. We just moved out of our apartment uh, last August to come back home. Like I live with my parents. He moved in with his parents and we're working to save up for a house. So, you know, that was what we did. And then um, I've actually gone over the road with him. So I went over the road with him for like 10 days. And we survived. Now, mind you, I gave him the flu. He has high blood pressure. I gave him the wrong medicine. But we all survived. And, you know. We... <laughs> no, so I wouldn't really consider that long term, though. Not 10, 10 days. Nah. What's the longest you guys have been together with no break? Uh, Three weeks. That's not a long time. That's why I asked that. You're not going to get your answer until he probably until he retired. Right. Or something, you know. Or, I mean, I hope nothing happens. Unless he changes careers and comes off the road. Right. That's something that you guys got to make sure you look at. What is your relationship like when you're in each other's space for months at a time? And then that months turns into years because sometimes you, and and let's be clear, I'm not questioning whether you two belong together or anything like that. It's just you guys have a unique situation where he's on the road a lot. So you have to make sure that when he's not on the road and and this comes to an end, but that could be years down the line. So think maybe hopefully you're talking about 10 15 maybe 20 years down the line you guys are old and settled in anyway <laughs> so yeah i mean then you know i mean all we can really do because you're right we do have a unique situation so you know all we can do is just discuss it you know so we've had those conversations what does that look like and whatnot but again what it comes back to is the way that we relate to each other like so granted we only get a couple days together but it is us being together constantly eating you know eating together and whatnot we really click you know we don't really irk each other like that like I mean I guess there is some relief because sometimes you know I'm like well you know whatever is bothering me about him I only have to put up with it for two days you know that doesn't even really happen you know we still and I guess because you know three years probably if you add up all the time that we've gotten together just together together it's probably maybe a year let me back you up again you had kind of have to address that because you can't build your relationship on well i only have to deal with them for three days or i only have to deal with them for a certain amount of days that's not gonna work mm-hmm. like you have to know that 
whether you guys have to be together for months or he's not traveling at all, that you could get through this situation. You can't base how you deal with situations on him going over the road. Right. And um, I mean, I, I totally get that. But I guess I said all that to say when we do share time together and spend time together, you know, we don't have to do anything in particular. We really just enjoy each other's company. You know what I'm saying? Like with us living separately right now, sometimes we'll get a hotel room or sometimes we just sit in the driveway, either in his car or my car, and you know, just for hours drinking coffee and we smoke cigarettes, but drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes, talking, laughing, watching videos, really, it, it doesn't take anything in particular for us to enjoy ourselves. And we actually enjoy ourselves better, like not doing anything. So when I say not, like, you know, we don't have to go to the movies to have a good time. We don't have to go to dinner. We don't have to go to the club or, you know, go to a dinner party or anything like that. We really get enjoyment from just sharing time with each other. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. That's good to know. What else you got? Because you, you you give me, I, I'm taking notes. You hear my paper. Um, <laughs> that like, the, so what about love languages? Have you guys looked into that? Me being the woman, I have done that more than he has. It's just something he does kind of unconsciously. So that's, it, that's and, something I would recommend. Like if when you guys talk, that's something, because I'll admit, you just you hit the keyword like men a lot of times we're not into that and i wasn't into it but that's one of the most important things too is love languages because one of the situations that i constantly run into is not me and my wife's needs when it comes to love language because we love totally different like my love languages is gifts and words of affirmation her love language is uh quality time and touch which are low for me like that's not something like i don't hold a lot of value in those but that's what's important to her so that's something that i need to work on so i think you both have to really focus on what your love languages are and how you give and receive love if i can't tell you nothing else at least do that <laughs> okay well duly noted duly noted and now i'm as soon as i uh in this interview i would call him like babe What's your love language? <laughs> well, so let's, let's say you ask him, do you think he would know? No, I don't. I don't think he would be able to articulate it right away. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, there are certain things that he like. Cha- like he has adjusted to a lot of what I need. You know what I'm saying? That he didn't do at first, because you know, prior to us dating, it had been a long time since he was in a relationship. You know, he'd been driving trucks for about a couple of years and he was, you know, he's, he's from Atlanta, born and raised. Okay. So you, if you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> well, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from like the DC area. I know a little bit about Atlanta, but I'm not a, I'm not that for like, I know a little bit about Atlanta, but not much. So, okay. So, well, basically, you know, he, he just wasn't really into dating and relationships. And, you know, he's a man, so he was meeting his needs, but it wasn't anything serious where he had to be conscious of the other person. So that's what one of the adjustments that we had to do when we first started dating. Because, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, like, it's not that maybe I'm more experienced, but also with me having been married before and learning from that, I I knew kind of both sides, like what I needed from a, a man as well as what I needed to be as a woman. 
um, you know, that, that was just a, a different thing. And like I said, going back to the love language thing, it's just kind of just from us conversing over time and being together and, and learning each other on the deepest levels possible. You know, he's kind of learned to do some of that love language thing without knowing that that's what he's doing. So, you know, if I, if I asked him, babe, what is your love language? He probably wouldn't be able to put it into words because it's, it's really more of a, a practice or, or a habit for him now. So it, it, I can honestly say it's pretty much like just subconscious for, for him. So he would have to sit there and dig and we would have to, you know, converse about it, talk about what love language means, you know, what are examples of it and whatnot. And then, you know, obviously, yeah, he could, he could answer the question from there. Okay. Yeah, that, that's important. That's the, that's the main thing. Just like, Again, you, you guys just have to focus on being a team and being a team, making sure you guys keep all your issues in house. You just want that, like whatever issues you and him going through, those are those are your issues. Like don't ever tell your family about it. Don't tell your friends. You just keep it in house because the less people know, the better. Right. So, it's not a whole lot. Honestly, if people I, like it's not to me, it's not a whole lot to marriage. It's not a whole lot of notes. It's not a. Like the biggest thing is just taking care of your partner, taking care of your spouse, meeting their needs. It's not a, <laughs> I don't think it's a long laundry list of things you need to do. Those are the two biggest things. If you know how your, if you know how your spouse need to be loved and you give them that love, and that's the biggest thing. Just take care of your spouse, take care of your family. That's the biggest thing. It's not complicated. It's just some people not fully committed to doing it. Right. And, you know, personally, I don't think that, marriage is as complicated as people make it now it's important it's a big step in that you are what's the word you you are actually locking yourself into another person you know obviously there's some legal you know grounds for it or standing for it but also it just changes the whole dynamic of it to me. So I know I just said it's not a big deal, but at the same time, I just think that people need to understand that you can't go into it with an exit plan. Like, well, if this don't work, then this is what I'm going to do or whatever. You have to go into it knowing that you have to make it work and that that's the ultimate goal, you know? And, and like, so like sometimes, you know, like I said, we, he and I really don't argue at all, but Sometimes we're a lot of light. We're both, you know, I don't know if you get into the Zodiac, but we're both Sagittariuses. And he is like the male version of me. I'm the female uh, version of him. So when we come to that point where there is contention between us, you know, it it takes some going through because we, we stubborn. Yeah. You know, we don't like to be wrong. We can admit when we're wrong. But, you know, sometimes we do get lost in the sauce because we I'm fly at the mouth. He fly at the mouth, too. You know, we can give as good as we get. <laughs> So sometimes, you know, I have to take it back to like, okay, babe, look, 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 this is too far because we already know that we want to be together. So arguing is not going to help that and breaking up is not an option. So let's, let's, okay, you mad, I'm mad. We'll take a break for a minute. Now let's come back. Okay. What is the initial issue? Because what happens with us is there'll be an issue and then one of us will react a certain way. And now we're focusing on the reactions. Why are you saying it? Why are you talking to me like this? Why are you talking to me like that? But we're not addressing the actual issue. So, you know, I, I have to take a step back myself, you know, and think to myself, like, okay, what am I upset about? Or, you know, what is he upset about? What What is the real issue? Not how are we dealing with it? You know, so, and we, we make a conscious effort to 
work through the issue as quickly, you know, efficiently give it as much time as it needs, but make sure that we work through the issue so that we don't have to get off the phone or go to sleep with it not resolved. So, you know, we, we make, we both make a conscious effort to make sure that we resolve the issues so that one, it's a one-time thing because, you know, we don't want to drag it into the next day or the next day. Cause again, you know, we do, we talk a lot because he's a truck driver. So, you know, he he has time. (laughs) It's just about our schedules and whatnot, but you still don't want to spend hours and hours and hours going over the same issue. Unless it's just something that requires that. But fortunately I can say we, we haven't had to deal with that level of issue to where, you know, it's going to be something that, is going to push us to the brink. You know what I'm saying? Now, we, we've had some moments and whatnot, but part of it, too, just came with learning each other. You know, because like I said, we, we came from different sides of the relationship, like how we view it, our understanding of it and whatnot. So there was some friction regarding just how you operate within a relationship that we both, not only how do you operate within a relationship, but then again, how do you operate within this relationship? You know, because you can't, there is no one size fits all approach to relationships. You have to tailor it to the two people that are in that relationship. But yeah, that's the biggest thing. Just making sure that you guys are able to talk it through for the most part. So after 17 years, like, how do you keep the fire and passion in your marriage? Um, We still go on date. We did. We still date. We still, you know, we spend quality time together. This may sound bad, but that the passion thing it comes and it goes. Like, I don't think people is 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 being honest. I mean, some people may be able to maintain that passion and that five for seventeen years, but to me, it feels like it comes and goes. Like, me and my wife, we have a great relationship. You know, it's 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 beyond the physical thing. Like we we're great friends, but like best friends, we talk a lot, we motivate each other, we coach each other. So that's the big thing. Like our big thing is is just being a team. So I mean, that's how we've been able to maintain. It's more about our goals, um, our passions, what we're doing for our family, what we're doing in our careers. That's the big thing for us. It's not. It's not really a physical thing. After seventeen years, that's pretty much gone. I mean, <laughs> you know. No, I mean, and that's fair. You know, I mean, and that's kind of what I wanted to hear for the simple fact that, you know, mainly guys, but a lot of people will sometimes frown upon marriage or refrain from marriage because they think that they will get tired of, you know being intimate with the same person for so long. Like they don't want to lock themselves down just to that same old, same old. And now, I mean, I'm glad to hear you say the answer that you did for the simple fact that I've always felt that, you know, when you really grow, you know, things do move up on the level of importance and things move down, you know what I'm saying? So you can't just, that's also why a lot of marriages don't work out is because people go into it thinking that they just enjoy the bedroom, but you know, there's a living room, there's a life outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just live your marriage right. in the bedroom. Right. Now, you know, I mean, it, it, they need to be able to handle your business while you in there, but we're going to have to open right. this door right. at some it's, point. It's just about, again, <laughs> it's about at this point in me and me and her life, it's all about the team. Like, don't get me wrong, my wife's still beautiful. It's not that. It's just we passed the looks phase. Like now, it's about you know, 
building our family, creating a legacy, things like that. So that's what keeps us going. Like the future, what we're trying to build, what we're trying to do together. That's what keeps us going. Nothing like, oh, she's still fine and all that stuff. She is, but that's, but it's just not important anymore. It's about, you know, me, me where I'm at in my life. She's where she at in her life. And we're just trying to continue to grow together and create something special together. So that's what keeps us together. All right, then. All right, then. Well, it sounds like your wife is a very lucky woman. Yeah. Does it, you feel like that's accurate? I mean, she lucky? We both, I feel we both blessed. Um, we both bring, we both okay. bring some great characteristics <laughs> to each other. She, she's been the biggest, been the, she's been the biggest help to my life. And, you know, all right, family. Well, I hope you all found that as enlightening as I did. Um, it was definitely a pleasure to have that conversation with James. And again, his podcast was Conversations with Lamp. And um, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Aaron Bull, and this is The Beacon of Truth.